Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And this is the Whispering Woods Extra. This extra is all about... Devils in the music. It is. So, I've got three parts to this extra. Slightly different to the 27 Club, but it's still about the devil and music. Alright? Yeah. That's like... Because lots of, like, singers and rappers out there, they're like... When you play, like, their music, like, in Rewind or Summit, or if you listen closely, you can hear them, like talking about the devil and mm. that because mm. you know the weekend yeah in one of those songs saying like sell her soul to be anything and like kill anyone to be popular and all that right and yeah like people think it's something like that but i'm not sure right because okay it's not it's kind of like obvious you know if you know mm. what i mean well there are references to this kind of thing going back hundreds of years you know so it's not a new thing this podcast today, we're going to start with Led Zeppelin, which they have connections with Alistair Crowley again. And then we've got two really old pieces of violin music that are said to do with the devil. And then I'm finishing off with the dance macabre, which is really interesting to study this piece of music. What I'll do is put all of the violin music and the dance macabre, I'll put links to the music in the podcast notes so that people can have a listen as well. It's kind of like um, an interactive podcast episode today. Okay, are you ready for the first story? Yes, I am. Led Zeppelin was one of the most successful and influential rock bands of all time. But their fame and fortune 
came with a heavy price. Some believe that the band was cursed from their involvement with the occult, especially the writings and teachings of Alistair Crowley, a notorious British occultist and the founder of the religion, Thelema. Crowley was a controversial figure who practiced ritual magic and advocated for a philosophy of do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. He was also known for his use of drugs and his sexual liberation. His views and works inspired many artists and musicians from the 1960s counterculture, including Jimmy Page, the guitarist of Led Zeppelin. Page became fascinated by Crowley and his writings and collected many books and artefacts related to him. He even bought Crowley's former house, Bolskine House, along the shore of Loch Ness in Scotland. It was built around 1760 by Archibald Fraser, a member of the Fraser clan, as a hunting lodge. The house has a reputation for being haunted by various ghosts and spirits, some of which are said to be related to Alistair and his occult activities. Alistair Crowley bought the house in 1899 to perform a complex ritual called the Abramelin Operation, which involved summoning and controlling 12 demons. However, he left the house before completing the ritual, allegedly leaving behind some of the demons he had invoked. Page bought the house in 1970 because of his interest in Crowley. He rarely stayed at the house, but lent it to a friend and his family, who reported experiencing strange noises, visions and poltergeist activity. Page sold the house in 1992. The house suffered two major fires in 2015 and 2019, which left it in ruins. The current owners plan to restore the house and open it to the public as a spiritual retreat and a museum of occult history. Page incorporated some elements of occultism and Crowley's teachings into his music and the band's image. For example, he designed the symbols that represented each band member on the cover of their fourth album, also known as Led Zeppelin IV. He also used a reverse incantation from Crowley's book, The Book of the Law, in the intro of the song, Stairway to Heaven. But not all of his bandmates shared Page's interest in the occult. Robert Plant, the singer, was more interested in mythology, folklore and ancient civilizations. He wrote many lyrics that referenced Norse, Celtic and Arthurian legends, as well as the works of J.R.R. Tolkien. He also used runes and ancient alphabet as a source of inspiration and guidance. Some people believe that Led Zeppelin had made a pact with the devil, or that the band was cursed by Kenneth Anger, an experimental filmmaker and a follower of Crowley and Thelema. He was working on a short film called Lucifer Rising and asked Page to compose the soundtrack. Page agreed and lent Anger some editing equipment. But Anger wasn't happy with Page's work and accused him of being a miser and a heroin addict. He also claimed that Page's girlfriend kicked him out of the basement of Bolskine House, where he was staying. Anger publicly cursed Page and Led Zeppelin, 
using his occult knowledge and skills. And some believe that the band's dabbling with the occult caused them to suffer from a series of misfortunes and disasters, particularly after the public cursing from anger. In 1970, Plant and his family were nearly killed when their car veered off the edge of a cliff while in Greece. The accident caused the band to cancel the remainder of their tour and delay recording their next album. In 1975, Page and Plant were involved in separate car accidents that injured them and their companions. Page broke his finger and Plant suffered severe infection. In 1977, Plant's five-year-old son, Carrick, died of a stomach infection while the band was on tour in the US, leading them to cancel the remainder of the tour and go on hiatus. In 1979, John Bonham, the drummer, was arrested for assaulting a security guard at a concert in Oakland. The band was sued for two million and faced a possible ban from performing in California. In 1980, Bonham died after a night of heavy drinking. The band decided to disband after his death, saying they could not continue without him. No one can say that these events were caused by a curse, a coincidence, or a price to be paid for playing with the forces of the unknown. What is certain is that Led Zeppelin paid a high price for their success and left behind a legacy of music still admired and celebrated by millions around the world. So, are you a fan of Led Zeppelin? Led Zeppelin? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I can tell you that you are, without probably, without even knowing it. Do you know that song when we all went to the cinema and we watched um, Ragnarok? Ragnarok? (laughs) Yeah, I know what you're on about, yeah. 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 That was like your favourite song for oh, a time. I love it. It's Led Zeppelin. I love loads of their music. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Led Zeppelin, and they've got loads of brilliant music. But what do you think of the story? Yeah. It's sad, isn't it? I, I really like with the, the little one dying. Mm. Um, it's really sad. But that Alistair Crowley, I keep saying I'm going to do an episode on him. And we will do, because I'm, I'm going to do it on when he tried to summon up those 12 demons, because it is scary as. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? I don't know how interested you'll be in this, but I think it's really interesting. Or the two stories about violin music. Yes, I am. Giuseppe Tartini was a famous violinist and composer who lived in the 18th century. According to Tartini, he had a dream in 1713 in which he made a pact with the devil for his soul. The devil agreed to be his servant and teacher and Tartini handed him his violin to test his skill. The devil played a sonata that was so sublime and complex that Tartini felt his breath taken away. He tried to memorise the music but could only recall a fraction of it when he woke up. He wrote down what he remembered and composed the Devil's Trill Sonata, considered one of the most difficult violin pieces ever written. Tartini was dissatisfied with his work, saying it was so inferior to what I had heard that if I could have subsisted on other means, 
I would have broken my violin and abandoned music forever. He also said the sonata was his favourite and best work. The Devil's Trill Sonata has four movements, Larghetto, Affetuso, Allegro Moderato, Andente and Allegro Asse Andente Allegro Asse. The last movement contains the famous trill, a rapid alternation of two notes that creates a dissonant and restless sound. The trill is played on two strings simultaneously, while the melody is played on another string. This requires a high level of skill and agility from the violinist. Niccolò Paganini, the violin virtuosa and composer from 1782 to 1840, was admired and feared for his extraordinary skills and charisma. He could perform feats that seemed impossible, such as playing three octaves with one hand, or using techniques like harmonics, pizzicato, and scordatura to create stunning effects. His 24 caprices for solo violin are still considered among the most challenging and brilliant works ever written for the instrument. He had a striking appearance, a pale, slender face, long, agile fingers, and a penchant for black clothing. Some speculated that he suffered from a genetic disorder, such as Marfone syndrome, that gave him his unique physique and abilities. He was a master of drama and emotion, and he could make his violin sound like a human voice, expressing joy, sorrow, anger or laughter. He sometimes hit the violin with his bow, adding to the intensity and spectacle of his performances. He faced accusations of witchcraft, murder and necromancy from his enemies and critics, who believed that he had made a deal with the devil to obtain his powers. They spread rumours that he had killed a woman and used her guts as strings and that he had trapped her soul in his violin. They also claimed that he had a secret book of black magic and that he was in league with a witch. So those two pieces of music, I mean, they're really long, obviously. Um, I think it's the first one that has loads of different parts. Incredible, incredible. And I'd heard it before about um, a woman's soul being captured in a violin. I actually thought my sister might have done that because she was so bloody awful. (laughs) When she played violin, honestly. Like listening to like a cat screaming. Yeah, or a woman. Or a cat crying or whatever it is. (laughs) Exactly. Whatever the scene is, I can't remember. A bit of both, I would say. Mm. (laughs) She wasn't that bad, really, but she used to go up in her bedroom and practice. Oh, and we knew about it. What's that song she was to sing? Like really loudly or something. Oh, the boy, when when Auntie Becky and she made us, but she had to be the main singer, and we had to be back backing singers. Me and Rachel backup dancer. Yeah, and if we got it wrong, she came mad at us. <laughs> <laughs> like we have to start again now. <laughs> I can't work with people like that. No, so I do it yourself than me. <laughs> exactly, but she was older than us. Like there's yeah. only like. 16 months between me and Rachel. (laughs) Right, anyway. It's time to get even more cultured. So this is the piece about the dance macabre. Lovely piece of music. You probably have heard it before. Um, Are you ready? Yes, I am. 
The Dance Macabre is a symphonic poem composed by Camille Saint-Sions in 1874. It depicts the legend of the devil summoning the dead from their graves to dance with him at midnight on Halloween. The music features a solo violin that plays a tritone, also known as the Devil's Interval, which is a dissonant and unsettling combination of notes considered forbidden in medieval music. The music also includes a xylophone that mimics the sound of bones rattling. The Dance Macabre is based on an artistic genre that originated from a medieval tradition of illustrating skeletons dancing with people, which was influenced by the visibility and frequency of death due to plagues, wars and executions. The Dance Macabre was a reminder of the fragility and vanity of life and the universality of death, which spares no one, regardless of their status, wealth or age. The music begins with a harp playing 12 strokes, representing the 12 strokes of midnight. Then the solo violin enters, playing a tritone, creating tension and uneasiness. The violin represents the devil, who plays his fiddle to awaken the dead. The music then shifts to a lively and playful melody as the skeletons rise from their graves and join the devil in his dance. The music alternates between major and minor modes, contrasting joy and sorrow, life and death. The music also incorporates various musical quotations, such as the Dies Irae, a Latin hymn that describes the Day of Judgment, and the French children's song, Le Clair de la Lune, which adds a touch of irony and humour. The music climaxes as the dance becomes faster and more frantic until a rooster crows, signalling the dawn. The skeletons return to their graves, and the music ends with the final tritone as the devil bids farewell to his guests. The Dance Macabre Masterpiece combines musical skill, creativity and imagination. It's a vivid and dramatic portrayal of the legend of the devil and the dead and a reflection of the human fascination with death and evil. The Devil's Interval is a musical term for a tritone, a combination of notes that creates a dissonant and unsettling sound. It is also known as Diabolus in Musica, the devil in music, because it was considered forbidden by medieval music theorists who associated it with evil and chaos. The tritone was avoided or resolved quickly in most musical genres, except for some cases where it was used to create tension or express dark emotions, such as in the music of Faust, the scholar who sold his soul to the devil. The tritone is an unstable and ambiguous interval. It doesn't belong to any major or minor key, and it can be resolved in different ways depending on the context. The tritone was considered forbidden in medieval music because it violated the rules of harmony and consonants. Based on the Pythagorean tuning system, which is a mathematical method of tuning musical instruments derived from the ratios of natural numbers, The Pythagorean tuning system 
favoured intervals that were simple and pure, such as the perfect fifth, which has a ratio of 3 to 2, and the perfect fourth, which has a ratio of 4 to 3. The tritone, however, has a ratio of 64 to 45, which was complex and impure and produced a harsh and unpleasant sound. The tritone is a musical interval that has a rich and complex history. It's been feared, shunned, admired and embraced. It's the musical interval written by or inspired by the devil, but also by some of the greatest composers and musicians of all time. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So you said you kind of recognize it. Yeah, but, I mean, all music kind of sounds the same. Like, that kind of music all sounds the same, to be honest. You said it, you, you thought it was something out of Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's about At the start of it, it sounds like Harry Potter, mm. but, like, the violin doesn't. No. No. It sounds like something in, like, a Victorian town or something. Mm. It's incredible. It's incredible. And you can just imagine that all the skeletons coming up to dance with the devil. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Not me, no. <laughs> That's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed and we'll catch with you again soon. We will do indeed. And we might have a little surprise, actually, this Saturday. We've been playing with the idea of doing another extra episode because what happens is I get listener stories and they don't really always tie in with the main episode and I don't want to make people wait to have their stories read out. So the plan is to release that on Saturday, hopefully. That's as long as uh, life goes my way, which it very often doesn't. <laughs> what happens when you have three children, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but what life is, isn't it? Exactly. And that's got to come first, obviously. But hopefully we'll have an extra episode to release on Saturday. Yeah. Take care, everyone. Good boy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.